Let's have a real conversation podcast, and I am your host, a singing ass singer, Dash Indie, aka Dash Period, Dash Period. Well, because I started to say Dash, and then I said Dash Ing, and then you know, anyway, who is it? Who is here? Who is it? Yo, remember remember Ricky Lake? They just used to ring the bell. <laughs> they used to ring the bell. You're so right. They did ring the bell. <laughs> you know who does that? I actually? used to sit down and watch it with my aunt, and it was the most scandalous, wildest oh. thing ever to me at yeah. like eight years oh, old. Oh, absolutely. Just be like, what? That's she's sleeping with her sister's boyfriend. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. And yeah. what? What's gonna, but why would you sleep with your boom boom? Oh no, yep. they rang the bell. That means another person <laughs> is coming. Yep. And right when they ring the bell, the audience would all go, <gasps> and then it would cut to a commercial. Do you remember Richard Bay? No. You don't remember Richard Bay? No. So I think Richard Bay and Ricky Lake came on. What was back the lady? What was the lady with the glasses? The old lady? Sally Jesse Raphael. Holler. Can't forget about Sally Jesse No, you Raphael. can't. Or Jenny Jones. You or Jenny, Jenny Jones. Jones. Or M- Maury. Well, that was... Well, we're getting into, you know... Now you're now you talking about... Territory. You are not the father. Right, but Maury wasn't always that way. I know. A lot Maury... of people don't even know. Maury started, like, doing mad other shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, I remember... I remember Ricky Lake. I was gonna say, you know who does that now with the doorbell? It's not as scandalous or anything like that, but... They stole her sauce? Well, I technically, I guess it's not the exact same thing, but Andy Cohen, he does his nightly show on Bravo called Watch What Happens Live. And they have it. They call it the Bravo Clubhouse. So there's like a very small, intimate audience. They do a guest bartender and then he has guests from he has celebrities and he has guests from the shows that air on Bravo and often the, there's a ring at the doorbell and someone comes in you know like a surprise guest or something they'll be like oh the doorbell who is it candy birds or something like that so it's not the same no, but it can never be the same oh of course not but, but they used to cut to a commercial break and everybody be <gasps> right and you actually who could that to be wait. and you had to wait you five to wait. whole minutes yeah and then it'd yeah. be like, oh, it's their cousin yeah. who's sleeping with him too. Yeah. And then it'd just be a scandal. It was, yeah, it was always a, a big, a pretty big scandal. Now you say eat that up as a little kid. Oh, me too. I, I loved just it. Be like, I loved daytime television when I was a kid. I did too much. More than my parents appreciated. I'd be glued to that TV. Yeah, because you know, I used to go to my great grandmother's house and she just used to have the TV on all day. You know, when you don't have school. Oh, when you don't have school, it's lit. Spring break? It's crazy. Your parents at work? You're like, what comes on at 11 right. o'clock? Oh, that Jenny Is this what you guys watch when I'm in school? Because I think that was the lineup, right? Can I, I miss school Jenny tomorrow? Jones at 11. Oh, I don't. That I don't Richard remember. Bay at 2. I want to say Ricky Lake was at 5. Oh my gosh, and then Tyra Banks came later. That was years later. Yeah. 
Yeah, after most of those shows were long gone, obsolete. But and you can't forget oh whoa Oprah. Um, you know, I mean four o'clock slot and forever. Yeah, isn't that what the the slot Tyra Banks took? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know. I think so. Yeah, I didn't even know y'all was gonna get this TV talk show history right. lesson. This is true. This or is true. if you knew, if you are age or older, a blast to the past. Right. Right. But anyway. Back to introductions. Who are you? I am JD, a.k.a. He Who Pods. And, uh, and he does pod. I say that all the time, don't I? It's true. It is. You know, if we're going to have a real conversation. About pods? That's a whole nother pod. You got to speak the truth every time you step in the booth. Talk to him, Beans. You know, Beans said... Allegedly, I didn't hear him say it, but people are saying he said it. So I've heard quite a few people say that Beanie Siegel said. Gossip? I mean, don't we all? Mm. Do we listen to anything but gossip today? Mm. I drink to that. Good point. That Beanie Siegel says, you know, he has got the throat situation, his voice changed. Mm-hmm. He says he's going to use AI to fix his voice. That's that's a very brilliant way to use AI. I thought that was interesting. I respect that very much. I thought that was interesting. I respect that very much. Uh, speaking of AI, I saw this. I got this alert earlier. I follow this. Is it about the law? No. I follow this. Because uh, we got to talk about the law. Yeah. I follow this professional, like, I forget what it's called. Uh, Honestly, don't want to say the name because, you know. Then don't say the name. Not because I don't want to share it. Because we're gatekeeping. I'm not trying to gatekeep. (laughs) I'm not trying. I'm actually not trying to gatekeep, but I don't know who watches this. And I don't really want to identify myself. It's anonymous to a point. Like, they basically ask you for your information, but they don't say your name. But there are certain identifiers, right? Like you, and you get to choose what your identifier is. So the identifier could be like your professional title or the company you work for or something like that. So it's basically, and I'm sure a lot of people know about it. It's, it's basically a forum for you to like get information from other people who are employees at various companies or work in the same industry as you or whatever. So you can go on and you can ask questions, you can give comments, you can be like, hey, I work at Google, heads up, 200 people got laid off today. Like, and it's just, it's really uh So this is how you get all your insider BET information. No, I actually, <laughs> no live people. No, that was good. That was good. That was a good one. But because I heard Capricorns are liars, you know. Oh, I heard that too. I don't know. I heard that too. But I also heard that Gemini's are ch- terrible people. So you know, I mean, listen, in good companies. The I heard. Way I, see. I heard it, it's all about you know your your rise and your moons and stuff. So I don't know, you know. Man, fuck the rise and the moon. <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, like, who cares? Because if I subscribe to the, the Zodiac shit that people say, 
I would hate myself. My response is it all falls down. And where did it go? But I bring it up to say that someone posted earlier, I get the notifications, and someone posted earlier that their role um, since the rise of ChatGPT, their company has instituted... Um, you know, certain parameters for chat GPT. So they're using it. Okay. And she was like, I believe it was a woman. I don't know. But they were, they said that it is replacing a large portion of their functions. So she was expressing her concern that she thinks she's going to get laid off soon because herself and the people who have her role have had significantly reduced functions because the company has chosen to use chat GPT. And I thought that was really interesting because I know we talk about AI here and there's a lot going on with AI right now. And, sure is. Um, but I think that Beanie Siegel has a... Uh, that's a brilliant way to use it. Where he's still doing the work. You don't, you need a whole new rapper for it. You just he, he can enhance his voice though. That's it. I think that's amazing. Then it'll sound like Beanie. Beanie. was the name that they gave me. Yes. So that's pretty cool. But let's talk about the what is it? The law you said. Let's talk about the law since we're here. Enlighten us. What law? I've got to put on my glasses. <laughs> I don't know why you don't have your glasses on. I don't read. That's why mine are off. And I don't, you know, the light is in front of me. So I don't, I don't want to blind our viewers, our lovely viewers who were so grateful for it. I don't want to blind them with all the glare and stuff. So the law that you're talking about, according to the Hollywood Reporter, says that AI created art isn't copyrightable, according to a federal judge. Uh, on August 18th, um, they upheld a finding from the U.S. Copyright Office that a piece of created a piece of art created by AI is not open to protection. Right. So this is kind of a big deal. Why is it a big deal? And yes, it would affect it would affect something that Beanie Siegel were to create because while his live work would be protected by copyright laws. If he creates something that is AI generated, it wouldn't be. So people could just take his work and do whatever they wanted with it. And I mean, that is <laughs> that is the epitome of <laughs> the anti-artist, as far as I'm concerned. Like, how how, how are you, how are you someone who creates art and your work can't be protected? Well, that's part of the the confusion. Um, because he would be creating the art. It would just be altered slightly by the AI. I think the implications with this decision mm -hmm. from the judge is something that will affect what Hollywood is trying to do more than right. Beanie Siegel because Hollywood is trying to be able to create. They're trying to create work product from AI. So they're not necessarily... It's not necessarily coming from an original... I'm just trying to help you out, but... It's not necessarily coming from... 
something original like Beanie Siegel creating a song and then funneling that through AI to get his voice to do the thing. You're talking about if um, what they're trying to do is create the work product from just from right. an AI system like a chat GPT or something like that. Correct. And so they want to be able to duplicate, replicate, alter images, films, yeah, everything. Um, and that this, this, the understanding is that this decision, because it was, because it was by a federal judge, yeah. would not allow that to happen. And so you wouldn't be able to copyright whatever you came up with, mm-hmm. or rather whatever the AI came up with. Yeah. And remember, that was a part of like one of the big things that Hollywood wants to be able to do right. with the actors and the dancers and everyone involved in what they feel is smaller scale things. Mm-hmm. So one of the examples was like if you dance in a, in a show, they want to be able to keep your likeness forever and be able to replicate and alter that dance routine to do new dance routines of you and you never be involved. Okay. That was one of the examples that were given specifically that the writers and actors were like, nah, we not with that. Mm-hmm. And so this decision kind of helped the, the actors uh, because Hollywood would not be able to do that. I mean... I don't know if this is the final thing, but I'm saying that this will stifle some of the plans that Hollywood uh, was trying to move forward with. Yeah, exactly. So that would be, I guess, a move in a positive direction for um, all the people who are under the unions that are on strike right now. Yes. And I say fuck Hollywood because that AI shit should not be allowed anyway. So I am in full support of this decision. I don't need to even... You know, guess about my opinion. I'm, I have a pretty strong stance on this one. I feel like there's no reason that Hollywood should be able to manipulate, alter, remix, right. create, and all these other things with machines or machine-based learning systems and exclude the people who you visibly will see. Right. So, fuck Hollywood, and I'm glad that this goes against them. So, according to... Um and then I have a fun fact for you. According to uh, this, uh, the same article from The Hollywood Reporter, it says the judge also explored the purpose of copyright law, which, which she said is to encourage human individuals to engage in creation. And um, she said other things, but she goes on to say the act of human creation and how to best encourage human individuals to engage in that creation and thereby promote science and the useful arts was thus central to American copyright from its very inception. So copyright law in, uh, in essence was not designed to reach non-human actors. That's it. So uh, fun fact, uh, you can't like let your pet take a photo and protect it. Oh, so those pet Instagrams, they're asked out? No. Uh, if it's their work. So like they use in the article, they use the example of a monkey taking a photo. If a monkey took a photo for you, 
and now it's your photo and you want to do something like great with it or whatever or maybe you want to use the monkey as the story like hey my monkey takes photos and these photos are copywritten they're actually not copywritten because the monkey took it that's interesting and copyright laws only protect humans there you go no apes can't believe we made it ape shit it took me a while because I, you know, I, never mind. I don't really listen to that. So, anyway, isn't that fascinating? It is. Let's move on. Let's. Speaking of random things that people do. Uh oh. Watch out now. It's the little one and it's not Bow Wow. What you got for us, player? All right. Here's the thing, right? Uh oh. Anytime Dash says, here's the thing, some wild shit is coming. So. Oh, actually, we're not going to go there yet. Let's go. Let's let's talk about another artist. Okay. You know, someone who likes to draw. Okay. So. Adonis Graham. Adonis Creed? <laughs> no. Let's talk about Adonis Graham. Son of Aubrey Graham, aka Drake. Drizzy. Young. No, he's not young. Uh, you know, the, the OVO himself, Mr. OVO himself, October's our, very own. I don't want to tire. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> Call our Drake correspondent. Our Drake correspondent might be working. Let's see. <laughs> I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna get any hate off yet. I wanna wait for the album. We were just calling cause you oh. know <laughs> sorry. We figured, you know, we should call our Drake correspondent about Adonis and his um his artwork. <laughs> yeah, oh yo, what's up JD? Hey, what's going on, Josh? Sorry, sorry. You're supposed to do like the Joe Budden podcast. I know, but he's, he sounded upset. I didn't want He's my brother. I care about him. I don't care about the podcast. I know, but before you do it, once you get that shit off, then you're supposed to let him know, hey, we're on the pod. Right, but. <laughs> just You just bust out. I went into. You know, we wanted to call mode. our Drake correspondent. <laughs> Nigga, let him know. I like. went into big sister mode. Like, oh my gosh, what happened to you? That's fine, oh, but once you okay, once you okay. switch from there, then you have to let right. him know he's being recorded. Right. Well, this is this is Dash from the the Let's Have a Real Conversation podcast, and we were here. You know, we were about to talk about Adonis's art- artwork, and you know, yeah. and Jay said we should call. You know, we should call our Drake correspondent and see what he thought. So, I actually thought it was you know all right. It seemed a little bit cool. But I will say, um, I saw something on Twitter, which is kind of funny, bro. Someone was saying that Drake's kid is fighting some demons. So that's a crazy looking dog. <laughs> <laughs> that dog is looking nuts. <laughs> the, the dog does look scary. It reminds me of an image that I can't remember. Like, it looks like something. But I cannot remember what it looks like. Looks like a demon. Well, the kid is fighting some demons, man. I don't know. You see, I never would have, I never would have even thought to say that. That's why we gotta call our Drake correspondent. You're right. You're right. Well, what? It looks, it looks okay. I mean, I know I'm not about to buy the shirt because apparently he's selling 
t-shirts of the day. Of course too. he is. <laughs> of course he is. I mean, why would Which, he I mean, okay, cool. I guess you're proud of your son. You want to do that? Sure. But, yeah, I, I, just, I just want the album. Like, give me the album. And if it's more of right. what he did on Meltdown, then I want more of that. They're saying there's a 12 a.m. in Cuba. Really? Yeah. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's real, but someone on TikTok has been leaked. Well, oh, oh, we figured out that maybe it's it's AI generated. Yeah, it wasn't real, Drake. I can see that. I mean, a lot of a lot of the songs, the the leaks have been AI generated these days with Drake. So that's really annoying. I can see that. And, And I was seeing some things on YouTube where it was like. For all the dogs in there, and I'm like, I don't know. And then I actually found one, which actually was an AI song. It yeah. was the one with the weekend, and they said that was on Paul the Dog. So I'm like, yeah, mm. some of that work right now is trying to, you know, give Drake some uh, some free marketing. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like just drop the album. Just just give it to us so we could see if we 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 need to be mad or not. <laughs> that's where that's where I'm at with it. Just but, just one Oh, go ahead. How, how old is Drake's son? Adonis? He gotta be like, I don't know, when was Pusha T mad? I mean, five years ago? Yeah, that might have been about five years ago, so I think he's around yeah. five. He's probably like five, six. He can't you be think, older than You that. think five-year-olds could color in the lines that well? I mean, I'm sure they cleaned up the image. Oh. His daddy's rich. I don't, I don't think they just put it out exactly as it is. But, okay... It's funny you say that because I know you have a hot take and okay while we have our Drake correspondent because we know he doesn't have a lot of time go ahead and say your hot take before he gets off the line. I don't, I don't think Adonis drew that. You don't think Adonis drew that? No, I think it's fake news, alternative facts. Who, who do you think did that? You thought Drake did it himself? I, was like, I don't. I don't give a fuck who did it, but it don't look like something <laughs> a five year old drew. Number one, I, number one. Okay, like like Dash just said. If he drew it, they altered it, which okay. then makes it not his drawing. Uh, yeah, I mean, if my thirteen-year-old daughter draws Superman, and I change what she did, it's no longer her drawing. Well, now it's your drawing as a collective. Now, but, that, you, but he you didn't guys say drew it together. That's not what Drake told us. Well, Drake is not going to tell us the whole truth. I mean, but then you could, you could Drake told us towards music, though. Drake said say, that's true. Oh, good like, job. You, you can you can say that. Okay, I made the song. Well, this person made the song, and I tweaked it and also added it. But so because they had some help in it, it's no longer my song. I mean, it's still my song. You added to it. We collaborated. My song. Tell that to uh, Fifty Cent in the game. Well, I mean, that was Fifth. that was their beef for many years. Hmm. I believe Fifth wrote all that shit. You see, up to a certain point. And then, then and then, see. So here we go. I mean, points are being made. I just, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I will say I, honestly, it's a it's a job. Like, look, if if my kid drew something and I and I did a little bit. My kid drew that. I don't care. I'm rich. What you gonna do? My kid drew that. That's what I'm gonna tell everybody. Yeah, kinda, I I kind of feel like that's probably what happened. Like like he 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 started it off, and they said, "Oh, let's add some ears." <laughs> and then, and then Drake was like, "Adonis did this." Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Famous stories. I don't know. Maybe somebody will leak it in one of their books. 
I will say. He drunk one time. He spoke about it. Yeah. Right. I will say, yeah, that's kind of where I was going. I will say Drake is smart for doing this because once again, here we all are discussing an album cover and there's not even any music out. Right. See, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's going to always get people talking. I didn't think he was going to drop it last week because he, I mean, again, he is smart because a lot of people, what they do, they, um, they usually talk about an album name or show the album cover mm-hmm. like around Tuesday, Wednesday, and then there's probably going to be something else that drops on a Thursday, and then it's going to be like on all platforms, you get it on all your DSPs Friday at midnight. Right. But the right. thing is, is that he never said that, and honestly, Drake is not that, like, he does that a lot. Like, we were waiting over a year for a certified like, lover boy. Yep. Like, I remember when he put out the, uh, the trailer for that, and... Like, it was over a year. We were like, what the hell? And we got it. But aside from that, like, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know when For All the Dogs is going to come out. And I kind of just leave it up to, it's going to drop when it's going to drop. I wouldn't yeah. even look forward to it unless if there's, like, a single that's out. Because Drake usually, these days, he drops a single. With it. I, don't, I don't think he's ever put out an album without a single since, um, if you read this to it. Well, wasn't that a mixtape? We're not gonna do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was I was genuinely asking. Well, I don't. I I think it's debatable. I think I think that there is sort of, but but sort of not. Oh, I mean, I'm not the biggest Drake fan. That's why I was asking. I wasn't this time. I wasn't throwing shots. Okay, so I think I think what I think what Josh was talking about is the fact that during that time, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Josh, but I think mm-hmm. that was around the time where he was trying to get out of his contract and he had one album left. So, oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, so yeah, he, this was like was a sneak, a sneak thing that he did and dropped it. So technically, it was a mixtape, but it was a mixtape that got released as an album. Okay. Yeah, so he could fulfill his his. I didn't know that. That's why I. That's why I honestly was asking. This time I wasn't throwing shots because I remember that even the content of the project, people were like, "Oh, this is mixtape Drake," which we haven't got in a long time. And that's why the title was If You're Reading This Is Too Late because it was like to the execs fuck y'all I already did it. Oh see I didn't know any of that. That's yeah. interesting. Right. Yeah. That, no that was a thing which is funny because like, he just he still re-upped on his Young Money Cash Money uh, contract after that. Yeah. But um, now the, re- the reason why I say that is because in, in the era of music streaming you can almost call anything anything you want you can call it a mixtape you can call it a playlist you can call it an album yes technically from what drake said it's a mixtape but you you know what's a true mixtape to me something that doesn't need clearance and Hmm. those songs they needed clearance if it's something that's not being sold and put on a an official streaming service um like uh apple music or spotify I don't even look at it as a mixtape because you have to get the clearance and you're making money off of it. Mm-hmm. I think if anything, call like the name of your body of work, that's just more marketing behind it. Especially if you don't want to like make it a mainline project. Like you know how with movies, it'll be like uh, Mission Impossible One, Two, and then it'll be like Mission Impossible Extraction, and like that's supposed to be like the side project. So we because we're not too confident on what it's going to do. Right. And we're not probably putting as much money, like the budget is an effort. So we're going to call it something else so that people don't focus on it being a mainline project when it still technically is. It's still a body of work that's going to get graded. Um, so 
well, I say that about if you're reading this too late. Again, very dope mixtape album, whatever you want to call it. Gotcha. Also, just to correct myself, I think actually he didn't have a single for More Life because I think that one he debuted on um, OVO Sound Radio. Well, that's that's what another podcast said. Another podcast said that he, as of late. That, that they believe he was not dropping the album because he did not do the radio thing. And that the last couple projects, that's what he's done. He's played music from the project on OVO Radio before it came out. Yep. That's, that's exactly what he's been doing. He's been kind of doing the traditional rollout. Um, but he also, I think, again, he did this again with the Certified Lover Boy thing where it was like... You know what, actually, I'm sorry. That weirdo dance album, he didn't release a single for that, but I was also kind of obvious because... But he played it on the radio show. Oh, did he? Okay, so I stopped. I think whatever the single was, Sticky, I think it was. Okay. He played that on the radio show. Okay, well, hey, I mean, I say this. Uh, I think Drake knows what he's doing and just putting that out there i'm sure also he was like excited about it because it's his son i think it's also a thing where he's like <laughs> all right like this is what it's gonna be this man is gonna be ready for you now like you're gonna do whatever the hell he wants to do these days and, you know but but i will say the pattern of what he's been doing lately he's gonna put out a single it's also possible that that search and rescue song that i was talking about where he's talking about like taking out the streets Oh yeah, we heard that song later on. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, it's, uh, it's... Yo, your I, I was telling her that your your imitation was spot on. Yeah, it's and I'm so sad that it was spot on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I mean, a lot of people liked it at the concert, which was cool. But I was like, this is so lazy, it's so stupid. That's well, actually, fun fact, Kim Kardashian was sampled on that song. She's oh. the girl who's talking about, um, uh, it's like a little, like, interlude in the middle of it mm-hmm. about something that she heard on the internet. That's, that's Kim Kardashian. Oh, interesting. I hope he cleared that one, because that one would take all your money. Oh, I feel like they all, like, hang in the same terms. Don't they live in the same neighborhood? They all live in the same neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, that's his neighbor. And the same bedrooms. <laughs> all right. Oh, please. <laughs> well, go take care of yourself. We we pr- we appreciate you as always. Yes, thank you. Of course, of course. Anytime you want to give that home by some birds, so, you know, <laughs> no problem. Just call me anytime. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Talk Josh. Bye. Uh, peace. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh-oh. Oh, wait. yeah, yep. All right, everybody who's listening, just make sure you subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts on YouTube. Hit the like button. Hit the noti notification so you get all the updates whenever their podcasts drop. You got to make sure you do that. Thanks, Josh. I appreciate that. Support I appreciate that. Hey, hey, real quick, real quick. You know Sexy Red got a new song? Sexy Red is popping off in these streets, man. She's even on Drake's tour. I'm like, yo, like, she's really... Yeah, she's... she's it, but, but you know what? Not to plug another pod. I won't, I won't plug them. Mm-hmm. They don't want to mention it. It's fine. Go ahead. But like, um, Rory and Maul were talking about it. I think Rory was like, hey, like, is this just a moment? 
Uh-huh. Like, is is she is she is she does she look like she have any longevity? Which I actually think that she is creating a space for herself for some longevity. Mm-hmm. But um, she's I, I think I think she's doing everything that she has to in what's with her brand. And then Samal's point is that if she really wanted to make everybody go like whoa. She has it in her pocket where if she wants to switch up and change the way she is, like, you know, start being a little bit more modest or whatever, she could do that. I don't know if this is really what she's going to do, but that would also be, like, another thing she has in her pocket yeah. to make herself safe. So, yeah, um, she's doing her thing, you know, I, hey... Whatever the women like, that's what's going to sell. And the women like Sexy Red. Yeah. There's a lot of young women who like Sexy Red. Yeah. Vince Staples, um, he said that she um, <clears throat> she put an EP out about a year ago um, and that she's really been working a lot the past two or three years before any of this music was ever heard by the public. Yeah. No, I believe that. I did see some some videos of her... Like of some of her old stuff. Yeah, he he said that he met her. Um, he he's he knows of her music prior, and he mentioned the EP that came out a year or so ago. Hmm. Well, yeah, no, that's, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, so she's working. That's that's the point uh, he was making. Well, I guess we'll see where it goes. Because I mean, why not? Stranger things have happened. I don't mean. I don't want to say. I hope that this, that sounds bad. I don't mean it like that. I'm just saying there's you a sound lot of. Like you sound like a hater. <laughs> oh, no. no, no. I just feel like there's a lot of artists that, especially when they have that, that really catchy gotcha song, that they yeah. don't. After a while, we don't see or hear from them. So. That's what I mean when I say stranger things have happened. I also think we've had the ones that have come out and we've and years later we've been like, wow, this person is still still putting out music and good music and things that people want to hear and you know, people are excited about them. So that's that's what I mean. No, no, sh- no plus, shame. I think I think that she not not just her music, her music is popping off right now, but I mean, if she just builds herself that personality, which I think she already has there. Mm-hmm. She has all her friends like Tsukihana, Summer Walker, mm-hmm. like, I think whether if her music keeps popping off or not, she still has, she, like, she's being very, very super creative, and he still has that personality going on social media. She's tweaking a lot, good, like, good funny tweets, like, she knows how to be funny and be cool on social media, so. Yeah, it seems like, it seems like she's being herself. Yes, and that's another. That's another reason. That, that's that's the reason why a lot of people like Cardi. Yeah, Cardi has right. pretty much been genuine. Yes, Cardi has always been that genuine person. Never really gave a fuck about what anybody thought. Right, and you know that, like she was, she was a personality before an artist. Absolutely, and I think again that like when you have people like that, and who knows, like it, I'm I'm sure if it really gets to a certain point, maybe sexy I can dip into like some bit of like white culture pop culture type of stuff because she did tweet some video of like um it's probably some producer like playing i think something like a, a ukulele and i think she was it was i don't know i don't think it was pound town i think it was ski that she was doing and mm-hmm. it was good i think it got over a million views so that right there i, I okay. think that's telling that she could probably have a tiny desk concert on npr and that will actually propel her even more that's a good. That's a good idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Ski's the record that's being yeah. pushed now. I think I think she she actually, she would be great for a tiny desk. I think that would be really interesting to watch. Yeah. So Absolutely. Yeah. And a good way for people to get her music in a in a package, you know? Like because yeah. I feel like I'm gonna be honest, somebody like me, like you know, I'm out of town thugging with my rounds like that. Yeah, it's fun and all of that, but it, it doesn't have me looking for more music from her, you know? Right. So I, I think if she was doing something like a tiny desk, I think I'd probably more be more inclined to be like, oh, let me check this out. Was she? Because, you, know, you know, tiny desk got a little, you know, they got a little... A little, a little sauce to them, like they, you know, there's, there's someone that it's a, it's something we respect. So, yeah, yeah. you know, but yeah, um, yeah. Ski is like a, you heard ski? No. Ski is like a, it's, it's something that's getting played in the strip clubs. Oh. Well, then I gotta go to the strip club. Goodbye. All right, Josh. <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Then we out. LHRC goes to the strip club. Not me. Chris. <laughs> then we out. Chris, you we and Dash can go. Chris. Make sure you get Chris, the footage. Get them ones. Get them ones, Chris. Go to the bank. You ain't got no money in the bank. <laughs> no, 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 no. Chris. Chris. Which one? Which which strip club we Oh, and Chris gotta know which strip club is good? Is Sin City still open? It's hard out here for an, uh, I can't even say a pimp for an intern. Alright. We gonna start paying him in 2025. Oh, I thought you were about to say 2024. I'm about to say, man, you got some shit lined up I didn't know about. No. 2025. Alright, Chris, you know, by then he'll start his own pod. He'll do like Savon. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. And then Savon got himself a good ass job and was like, you know what? This right. was great. Right. I loved being here. I am so happy that I was a part of the greatness that is this. But gotta I'm go. gonna go do great things over there now. <laughs> yep. With my six figure salary and my very popular podcast. Right. Good for him. Facts. So yeah, I mean listen, I don't know. I, I I wish well for Sexy Red and, and Adonis. <laughs> Me too. Uh, moving right along. Yep. You know, we might as well stay on music since we're talking about music. Usher. Two things about Usher. First of all, I, you know, we didn't talk about it here. Good, good. I wasn't, no. Oh. <laughs> We didn't talk about it here, but Usher, Usher had his little situation with Kiki Palmer. We don't need to rehash it. There's no reason to discuss it. But everything's a rollout. Everything's a rollout because you know it turned into a song and a video. Um, so there's that. So Usher, uh, the the point of bringing that up is that Usher's been releasing music lately, little onesie twosies. But I feel like yeah, it's I, all onesies. He hasn't put out a two pack. It was just the same. Oh, my bad. But I say all that to say I would love to get an Usher album. Well, he also... I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 go. I want Usher to stop playing. Agreed. There's like six Usher records out. Right. Give us the album. 
Right. I want to. I want to. Clearly, the album is done, and it's going to be because we got what bad habits, glue, glue, good, good, and girlfriend. Girlfriend. Is there another one? I think there's one more song. I don't. I can't recall. Whatever. If there's four singles, there's an album. And he just released the visuals for. He just released the video for Good Good. Yeah. Good Good got released a few weeks ago, which is good and good. jokes are funny okay <laughs> which was good and good, and good. ridiculous <laughs> but yeah a great song just love it oh, I, like I have good listened good. to it a million times yeah same but give us the album and stop playing i agree usher usher if you're listening we we just want an album please and tickets to vegas fuck and, it why yeah, not please if we're reaching, we might as well... Can we... Usher, please. We, might as well get a technical we foul. Sit, we sit here all the time and we champion you. We, we, we tell the people how much we love you. And you can sing to es- Dash. Especially me. Yeah, Dash would love to be on stage you, getting you serenaded. Was, you, yes. And guess what? Ain't nobody gonna come out from the woodwork <laughs> on Twitter talking about, Oh, me and Dash. Dash is a mother. Or Dash is my woman. Nah, oh, there won't be any shit. of that. Usher, it'll just be me and you on that stage. I know you got your woman. I don't want you like that. I just, I, I just single. Wa- Debatable. Oh. I just want and see. JD is trying to stir up some shit right now with you, Usher, and I don't want. I don't want no problems. I just want to be sang to. That's it. Just sing to me, okay? And that's fine. And then that's it. That's it. we. That's it for the night. We don't need anything else. Now, if you want something else, let's talk. But. <laughs> <laughs> What did Drake say, Joel? What did Sexy Red say? What? Anyway, Supiana. I kid, I kid, but that would be dope. Vegas. Oh, Usher. Say the other thing. Okay, my bad. No, seeing Usher in Vegas, that would be, that would be incredible. Love that, Usher. Have our people. No, have your people. Call us. We don't really have people other than Chris. Right. And Chris, I don't want Chris answering that call. Because then we'd be like, yo, Chris said he had to go to Vegas for like three days. I don't know why. Right. But you can reach us at 555-555-1234. Oh, that's our number? <laughs> wow. Okay. No, but seriously, if anyone from Usher's team is listening, lhrcpodcast at gmail.com. Hello. Hit us up. Send our tickets there. Yep. You know? Because we'll... We'll drop everything and come. <laughs> yep. I got sick days, vacation days, personal days. I mean. Usher days. Yeah, exactly. I was just about to say, forget the vacation. Forget PTO. Usher Raymond. That's it. Okay? Walk right in there, eh? Usher baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Imagine emailing your boss and being like, <laughs> Usher, <laughs> period. <laughs> and that's it. 
See, I'm a different kind of asshole. I'll walk in the office. I don't even want to send an email. I'll walk right in the office and be like, hey, next Thursday, I won't be in. But is everything okay? Yeah. Ursher, baby. Ursher, baby. I'm going to go to my boss and just be like, U-S-H-E-R-I-Y-M-O-N-D. That's right. That's right. That's how you got to do it. All right. All right. Okay, so we got to get to new music. I know this, this is a very Wait, wait, music wait. But what do you episode. think about Usher mocking his own video with the new video? Oh, right, right, right. We didn't talk about that. Well, yes. Yeah, so with the video he did with Kiki Palmer, people thought it was going to be very salacious and it was going to be, you know, and they did make fun of uh, her situation. But that was a very small part of it. The big part of it was that he basically recreated the You Don't Have to Call video. Yes. Um, yeah, and like paid homage to himself. Um, yes. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I mean, I thought it was cool for like fans like me who knew what it was, you know. I feel like the kids wouldn't know, but you know, if you know, you know. I think all Usher fans know that one. It's a very significant video. Right. Are Usher fans the kids? I think Usher has fans of all ages. Okay. And I think that's how you get a record like Good Good with 21 Savage and Summer Walker who are fairly young. And a great record too. Like I was actually really surprised because I get really nervous when I see certain artists with certain new, certain older artists with newer artists. I go, ooh, I don't know. I don't know what this is going to be like. But it's a great song. It's Good Good. It's Good and Good. Let's move on. <laughs> so before we get to the other new music, I just wanted to talk about uh, Miguel. What Miguel do? Oh, I'm going to show you. Uh-oh, I'm scared. Any specs for this? Yeah. So, apparently he had a show. Okay. Um, I think I saved it. Apparently he had a show that he did. Um, this weekend actually, and uh, according to Hip Hop DX, not usually where I get um our news from, but Miguel performs gruesome body suspension show with hooks in his back, and it says Miguel is literally stretching himself to promote his new album Viscera. You see that? You see that? Yeah. <laughs> you look suspended. <laughs> I just, I just don't understand. Like, what's? <laughs> like, why would you do this to your body? I mean, if For you're no into BDSM, that's fine. Oh, that was the person taking it off of him. Wait. Yeah. Oh. You're into BDSM. Get your shit off. My thing is, you know, kids drawing covers, people being naked in videos, people mocking their own videos, people stretching out skin. You know, whatever you got to do to sell albums nowadays. It's hard to be an artist. And so, you know, sometimes you gotta show some ass. 
Other times you gotta mock your own video. Yeah. And sometimes you gotta hang from the ceiling with hooks digging directly into your skin. I just don't understand. I just, I don't, I, I don't, no judgment for the folks who are, you know, have their kinks. I don't, I have an issue with that. But I guess I'm trying to understand why you want to perform that way because you're performing for an extended period of time. It's, you know? Yeah, but he was just brought down. He wasn't hanging the whole performance. Okay. Well, if it's not so bad, it's not so bad. I just sometimes a little pain goes a long way. Well, that's kind of the point. I mean, his his the title of his album, I don't know when it's coming out, but the title of his album is Viscera. So, and we know what visceral means. Um So, you know, I'm happy to get a new Miguel album. I look forward to hearing a new Miguel album. It's been way too long since we've had a Miguel album. Yeah. So I'm I'm fine with that. I, you know. Listen, he was just trying to hook it up. I guess. Literally hook it up. Yep. Yeah, I was looking for an album release date. I don't see one. But it's coming. This will be his first album since 2017. Yeah. So, you know, overdue for those of us who love Miguel. Yeah. But... (laughs) Listen, people do all type of crazy shit to promote their music and their projects and their business ventures. So to me, listen, this is not... Well, too surprising. I mean, D'Angelo was butt-ass naked on a video rotating when we were kids. Yeah, but his skin wasn't being pulled. I, it's not the same thing. I think in the 90s, to be butt-ass naked spinning around, that was a big deal. I think it was a big deal, but I just... I think I think the reason why at least I thought this was shocking was because he was literally having them pull his skin. Yep. That's that's the only thing. It's not like but maybe that's just I a Tuesday th- night for him. Maybe, and that's fine. Maybe mm. Tuesday nights are you know skin stretching sessions. Mm. I got to do more with my Tuesday nights. I mean, listen, I don't know. Um, we record on Sundays. You know, I don't know what you're doing Tuesdays. So, according to the LA Times, they wrote an article actually on August 9th that said, Say goodbye to the old Miguel. Um, so, they're basically saying... They cloned Miguel? <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're, say- they're saying that he's going to come back. Uh, basically, he's reinvented himself. Um, and you won't, it says that he has made a practice of pushing his body to the physical limits in the last year through a lot of fully immersive visceral experiences that may speak to some sort of wanting to not feel numb. These are his words. Um, so yeah, I mean, it says in June, he posted a picture of his back on Instagram Brick red bloodstains. Didn't know about this. Brick red bloodstains running down his white tank top. It came after a session doing body suspension. Um, the ancient body modification practice where large metal hooks are placed in the back. 
from which the participant is hung. It's meant to be a spiritual test or a meditative ritual and for Miguel an exercise in trust. So this has nothing to do with sex. This is spiritual. There it is, folks. And who are we to knock the spiritual journey of an R&B singer? He said it was a scary and freeing experience and an emotion to go through because it's such a light switch. It has so much to do with pain. What does pain mean? Okay, so he's in the middle of an existential crisis, and that's fine. Like Um, I said, if you were in BDSM, (laughs) it's all good. Sure, but that, but I mean, this seems more like this is not about that. This is about him, like exploring himself rather than. Would you Would you think the BDSM? Anyway, I don't. I don't want to put all the business out there. Never mind. Go ahead. I get okay. A lot of things in sexuality have to deal with exploring yourself, your pain limits, your pleasure limits. Your uncomfortability, it's not that different. It's not that different, but... He's saying it's spiritual, so okay, right, so it's spiritual. Right, but that's what I'm saying. You, you keep pushing BDSM, and I'm like, but wait, he's not... I'm saying BDSM not... as a loose term, but he he's saying he's pushing his pain limits. Yes, he is saying that. There are a lot of people in the BDSM, BDSM realm uh-huh. who that's part of the kink. The kink is pain equals pleasure. Right. I under, totally understand. I'm just, in various different ways. And so it's like, oh, I did this thing mm-hmm. and it felt very painful, but it brought me pleasure. What's the next thing? I know. I, I totally understand that. I just... But I'm just pointing out that he, he, he confirmed that it isn't about sex. It's about... It's about his spirituality. That was okay, it. Okay, great. Listen, so I was trying to hang yourself off of meat racks. So you can reach spiritual enlightenment, whatever. I don't totally understand it, but it's not for me to understand. So I mean, there's you know, whatever. Just just make a good album. How about that? You made us wait a long ass time. Give us a good album, Miguel. Then you can do whatever you want to your back. I don't care. Right. So, um, new music came out. It's a lot of music. There's a lot of music. All right. You want to skip new music? No, come on, let's do it. Okay. So Burner Boy came out. I didn't finish the album. Okay. I listened to about half of it. I should probably wait and report back on that another time. But it it was I don't know. It was cool. I like Afrobeats. I should point that out. So I tend to listen to Afrobeats, but I'm not I'm not an expert by any means on it. Like I don't I don't know I don't know what people consider like good Afrobeats as opposed to not good or I don't know the artist I'm supposed to be listening to. I kind of just go on I just kind of just go on a streaming site and put in that I want to listen to Afrobeats unless it's like something specific like Burn a Boy or or any other artist that I actually do know about. I just put it in and I just kind of listen. A lot of times I just find a playlist and listen when I want to listen to Afrobeats. So I don't really know. Like, I don't know that I'm the right person to judge. But I kind of felt like it was a very, like, vibey, like, very chill vibe that I got from it. It wasn't... 
It didn't necessarily make me like want to get up and dance or anything. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Right. Yeah, that's why I'm saying maybe I'm not the right person to... I have to listen to it again, I'll be honest. Um, well, you gotta finish it. First. I gotta finish it, but I gotta and listen listen to the songs that I listened to already, listen to it again. But I thought that it was like very chill, like a very mellow vibe. Um kickback vibes. Yeah. 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 So okay. you know. Um all right, and then Ciara. CC. Yep. CC is the title of the album. <laughs> I was like, wait, do you know her? <laughs> I do not know Sierra. If I knew Sierra, we'd be popping from a very different location. Like, On the beach? Probably. I mean, wherever her and her and her husband allow us to, you know, mm-hmm. record and be graced by their presence. Oh, listen. I would love to be graced by their presence. I bet. <laughs> mm-hmm. I bet. And their lavish lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... What did you think of it? So I heard it. Um, smooth listen. Uh, is it considered an album? Or is it an EP? 35 minutes is an album. Okay. Kanye made sure we knew that when he put out all those projects years back. Uh, we're at the, oh, they all have seven songs? Yep. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, 30 minutes or more. Makes you yawn. No, I'm just playing. Uh, 30 minutes or more is considered an album. Yeah. I think it's 35. Whatever it is, it's an album. So I listened to Sierra's Project. Um, Sierra's Project was good. It was a smooth listen. I mean, Sierra does pop and R&B, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was mostly pop. Uh, the Chris Brown record. Excuse me. The Chris Brown record is up there. That's track one. It's very fitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good song. There's only like one or two R&B songs. It's mostly pop. So it was cool. I mean, I didn't have any strong opinions one way or another because I'm not a big pop listener. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. There was a song I'll probably throw on my gym playlist. Very like up-tempo and mm-hmm. kind of like call and response type vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. I'll throw that on my gym playlist. But... Right. I don't usually listen to Sierra. Mm-hmm. I did it for the purposes of this pod. Um, it was smooth. I don't really have a strong opinion. I didn't have anything I disliked. I could say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also not really my cup of tea. Because I'm not really the pop guy. Right? And right. so... The R&B stuff that was there I liked. I guess my only critique would be... I'd like more of the R&B. Mm-hmm. But... The R&B wasn't bad. The pop wasn't bad. I'm sure she's looking great in the videos if and when they come out. I yeah, mean, I think she looks video great on the cover. What'd you say? I think there's a video for How We Roll. I'm, I'm sure there is because yeah. it is already num- one of her number one songs. How We Roll. On uh, the DSPs. Mm-hmm. I went up there to listen and the track with Chris Brown was like number two or three from her top five most played songs or most popular songs. Yeah. So it's clearly doing well. Um. And she addressed some of the hate. I, I saw that. Mm-hmm. I was listening. It was like, oh, what was that? Oh, okay. All right. I mean, they be talking about her in that She's, prayer. Right. She said, I heard y'all. Yeah. And so, 
That and was she, interesting. And she was like, I got my man and my babies. And you know. Yep. That's just and how that was, that was That was part of what she mentioned on the album. Yeah. I mean. You know, don't you have a baby on the way too? Just had one. Oh, had, had the baby already. See, I'm keeping up with the pregnancy. Oh, maybe she's. Thought, on the way, because Rihanna and ASAP just had theirs. Yes. Maybe I'm getting them confused. They did. They did. They did just have their baby. Um, maybe maybe it's baby Jizza. I don't know. But um, yeah, I listened to it also. I thought it was fun. Um, I thought it was. You know, you kind of said this. It it was a Sierra project. Like it sounded like a Sierra project. Yeah, it sounded like things that we've heard from her before. Not in a bad way. I just mean it's not like it's what you would expect. Right. Um, yeah, I don't have like a huge, uh, strong feeling about it one way or another. It just kind of mm-hmm. was like, and I've always said like I just you know I actually really like watching her dance. She's an amazing dancer. She's an amazing dancer and performer. Uh, honestly, if if I feel like I almost feel like she makes music so she can perform, I would I would say yes. You know, so I because that's what it sounds like. Yeah, so I'm into it. Um, I don't think I'll listen to the album often or anything like that. No, I, I but like you, fair. like you said, I think I think there's a couple on there that you can kind of throw throw into some playlists and yeah, you know keep it in the rotation but yeah i thought it was cool i didn't have any issues with it i danced yeah. a little bit while i listened to it okay you know i did a little I did a little booty pop there you go no pop that thing yeah. oh pop that thing oh that was a little radio thing anyway so let's get off music Mu- uh, movies. Let's talk I'm movies. Say, I'm about to say more music after no. you said no more music. Let's let's talk movies real quick. Okay, what you got? So I watched They Clone Tyrone. Okay. I think you better clone Tyrone. So it was interesting. I'm so I'm not really a sci-fi person, but I guess maybe I shouldn't. I should stop saying that. I should stop saying I'm not a sci-fi person. I should stop saying I'm not a fantasy person. I feel like I'm an everything person. I'm very much the person who will watch anything at least once and try it out. I am not opposed to anything. The only things that I really don't like to watch is like scary stuff or like horror and gore. That's I'm not really into that. So no soul for you? No. You're not going to watch Saw 10? No. And... <laughs> In fact, um, I guess the one thing that I feel like I draw the line at is vampires. I don't care. I don't care. I don't want. I, I'll, I've seen Vampire in Brooklyn, and that's about it. Outside of that, I don't have any interest to watch the Twilight series or um, van, what was the show, Vampire Diaries. I don't have any desire to see that. Oh, what was the other show, Charmed? Okay, Charmed, because Charmed had witches and vampires, right? Yep. Okay, so I'm not really into that. That neither here nor there. What my point is that you know I gotta stop saying I'm not into sci-fi because I feel like if it's the right version of sci-fi, I could get into it. Yeah. They clone Tyrone was 
actually very interesting because of the fact that it was sci-fi and it was also like extremely black. Right. Um, it's a black exploitation film. Right. I don't want to give too much away. I know it's been out for a little while, you but can, you can ruin it. It's been out for way over a month. But and people are online telling that, and I didn't watch it, and I know the ending. Right. So it was. It was really fascinating because I, I I think it was really good storytelling because I remember sitting there and thinking, I know this isn't real, but like on 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 some some level it is like conceptually it is okay because um, there's a lot about mind control, there's a lot about doing things specifically to get black people to move the way you want them to move or to get them to do things that you want them to do feeding them things that will make them react in a certain way i just feel like yeah it's not exactly that right but but it is very much that in a lot of ways um in real life um so i thought that was really interesting i i feel like you have to be a good storyteller for me to find the layers in that um, or not just me, but people for people to find the layers in that. So I, I liked that. Um, I thought John Boyega was great. Jamie Foxx, um, Tiana Parrish was, I mean, she's always great. I can't wait to see her in the, um, in the Marvels, but yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, I don't really have anything bad to say about it it's not i didn't know really understand what it was before watching it i didn't know what it was about or anything like that and it actually turned out to be really interesting so and what do you think of the ending (sighs) that you're the clone it was an interesting ending Or is is Google the clone? Google's the clone. Google's the clone. But yeah, the ending was great. I I, I don't really have anything bad to say about it. Um, no, I didn't. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I feel like I should have something far more thoughtful to say, but I, you know, that's that's what I got. Okay. Yeah. Was it great? Was it cool? Was it good? Was it oh, so-so? Yeah. I said I thought it was. I thought it was great. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, and I and and like I said, I think at the root of it for me, it was the storytelling. I feel like it was it was really um, well written. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it was funny, uh, but it was also it's kind of like watching The Handmaid's Tale. Have you ever seen The Handmaid's Tale? I have not. So I've I've only watched uh, maybe a season. I don't think I got up to two seasons. I think I've only really watched the first season of Handmaid's Tale. But Han- Handmaid's Tale is like this 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 dystopian version of what what life could potentially be like if women were basically I don't know how to say it. Um, 
like whatever the next thing is right because men men tend to be at the top of the hierarchy okay in the world we live in anyway right yep but imagine if all women were there for is to like they couldn't work all they did was make babies mm. and the less wealthy ones made the babies for the more wealthy ones who couldn't have their own children and they kind of just were slaves to the men in a sense in a matter of speaking i hope i'm clone tyrone reminded you of that well it reminded me of because of the fact that it was like this dystopian concept right like something okay okay yes so it made me think of that um not because they're the same in any way but just because imagine imagine how when you watch things like this it's not real but we're also not that far removed from it so the reason i compare it to handmaid's tale is because it just seems it one of the reasons i never finished watching handmaid's hand handmaid's tale or continued to watch it while it was running uh-huh. was because it it was it felt very real okay like it could be true okay and that can be <laughs> that can be disheartening to watch there are things that i uh that i will watch sometimes where i'm like this is a little too real for me. Okay. Um, I tend I tend to find that especially when and I'm not talking about those specific um, things now, but I tend to find that when I watch things where like women are being abused or there's some sort of sexual assault or something like that, that seems like obviously I know that I'm watching something that is not happening but it just feels so real and i also think that speaks to like the people who created it and how they created it because that's kind of the point you kind of should be able to watch things and you know transform yourself into another place or right feel like you're there with them so so yeah i felt like that this was a movie and it was you know just a couple hours of my time so i you know i watched it obviously and i thought it was interesting but um but yeah it 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 did make me think of like wow this could like i don't this is i know this is not real but this kind of could be like on some levels it totally could exist okay so yeah i thought that was really interesting but um yeah you know, I would give it a, I would give it a, I would give it an 8.5. Wow. That is a high score. Yeah. I was entertained. Okay. I felt like the acting was good. Okay. Um, I'm not like a big, and maybe that's generous. I, I, I don't, I've seen black exploitation films, but I don't think I know enough about them to like say that oh this was not that great compared to other ones okay or vice versa so yeah i thought it was great um one last thing before we go gran turismo just came out it's based on a true story based on a true story you know want to give you a review you saw it i saw it okay um 
Well, they've been promoting this movie for a while, and I go to the movies pretty often. Mm-hmm. And so, I knew most of what was going to happen based mm-hmm. on one of the trailers I saw a while back. Uh-huh. The trailer was showing kind of the behind-the-scenes stuff because it's a story um, about a group of kids who were the world's best video game players of this video game. They're the best players of this video game, Gran Turismo. And they took them and decided we want to take the best players and train them and see if one of them can become an actual racer, a mm-hmm. uh, race car driver. And so in the trailer I saw, they even say that the real life person did all the car stunts. Amazing. For this movie, for his the, the for the kid who plays him, so freaking cool. So some things in the movie were kind of spoiled by that trailer, mm-hmm. um, but it was an interesting story. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very well put together, um, and it was a nice balance of like funny moments, exciting moments, suspenseful moments, um, and so it was cool. Um, I'd watch it again. It wasn't my favorite movie ever, but it didn't suck either. Um, It was kind of easy to see the path we were going on once Mm -hmm. it got to a certain point. Um, But even that, I think what kept it interesting is the details, right? Like Mm -hmm. watching a movie where I know the real life guy is playing, is doing the stunts for the the actor playing him. Playing him. Yeah, obviously at a point in the movie... When there's a certain challenge and we don't know if he's going to keep racing or not. Obviously, I know he keeps racing because the guy is doing the stunts. Mm -hmm. Uh, So certain things, and I'm trying to speak without spoiling the film because it just came out. Um, Is it a spoiler if it's real? I don't know because it's (laughs) like I didn't know shit about this story. No, I understand that. I know that people don't always know the story. A lot of times, that's why a lot of of stories get told because many people don't know about it. But it's like when people watch The Crown, The Crown on Netflix that talks about um, the royal family and Mm -hmm. Prince. It's fine. Every single time. (laughs) I mean, we're almost done, so it's fine. Um, Yeah. People are always like, oh my gosh, you're spoiling it for me. But if a story is real... Is <laughs> you're it like, really... this happened 20 years ago. Right. If a story is real, is it actually a spoiler? Does it take away from... Like, come on, people. Is, if it's a real story, it's taking away from your experience? I think it can take away from the experience. Because you may not know the details. And so you may know... JD and Dash recorded a pod for five years. But there's a lot of details in between that. Mm-hmm. And so even the highlights you may know, you may not know the details. And so if you go online and say, oh, the big argument that everyone knows about, it started because Chris didn't go to the store. Well, we didn't know that though. So you Chris spoiled. Never goes to the store, by the way. So you spoiled <laughs> that part of it. Right. Um, but I mean, if it's true, you could look it up. There's a lot of things that kind of are different than quote unquote spoiling a regular film. Um, it's a it's a good question. I I think you kind of can because you're ruining those intricate details that are kind of what people are looking for, right? Like we're looking for the nooks yeah. and crannies. And so if you say like, oh, 
the main character and his wife split. We know that. Mm-hmm. Cool, but we don't know why they split. We just know they split. Now, if you come up on the pod and be like, yo, I saw the movie. The reason that they split mm-hmm. is because he was smashing her sister for six months. Mm-hmm. You spoiled it. Right. Um, I'm just wondering because even I rem- and I know it's a little bit different with with like movies that are based on books or shows that are based on books. It's mm-hmm. a little bit different because there's a lot more creative license there. They could essentially change exactly what happened. Right. I remember there was a Showtime show. I'm trying to figure out what it was called. But there was a Showtime show. I think even Joe Budden podcast was like really invested when it was on. Um, uh huh. And it, it the undoing, okay. And it was basically like a murder mystery of sorts, but it was a it was based on a book, and a lot of people on the internet were like, "Fuck you guys," speculating because there's this whole. Now I think this was great. Like this is marketing genius, right? Because if you can get people talking for seven, I think it was like seven or eight episodes. If you can get people talking about who did it when there's a book that exists that tells you exactly, exactly who did that. it right. then i think that's pretty amazing like you're yeah. telling a good story yeah. but there i remember there being people on the internet who was like you idiots we know who did it and it did in fact stay true to the book so okay that's yeah. good a lot of a lot of things deviate yeah exactly but i understand it with books because of what you're saying that that they do deviate they take creative yeah. license they change things because mm-hmm. they know that people already know the people already may know the story so i don't know i was just curious about that but sorry i know i interrupted no you. no it's fine um yeah i just think it was cool it was cool to watch you know fast cars and you know seeing this kid and how his lifestyle changed in such a short time and then the challenges with those things and how it was not all glitz and glam and zero to 100 pun intended um it was cool it was interesting i uh like i said i'd watch it again but was it the greatest shit ever no nah, it was probably like a seven okay yeah but it was cool i mean I'll be honest, I only watched it because I have AMC A-list. Like, if I had to pay $20 to see it, no, I wouldn't even bother. But I think it's cool that they're able to highlight things like that. I think today it makes sense to put out a film like that because of the fact that we have so many different ways that gaming is changing the landscape. Yeah. People are making millions of dollars as we're just watching their video game playback on YouTube. People are making millions of dollars on Twitch streaming the video games they're playing. So that is very, very different than this person going from video game player to actual race car driver. Mm -hmm. But it still is a video game centered movie. Much of the movie is about this video game. And it's really cool the way that they kind of incorporate it and explain how he's able to know the things he knows and do the things he does and where he kind of got those instincts for lack of a better term um and so that's really cool you know it's really cool to see that um i think he would tell you that it's not a game he would tell you that it's a simulator it is a, it is a simulator <laughs> yes good job but yeah yeah that's my gran turismo review nice nice yeah really interesting very interesting and story. you know what else what else? This is the end of our pod. <laughs>
Thank you for coming. Yeah. Uh, we were a little out of it today, but thank you for coming. And do come back. You know, as my brother said, you know, subscribe, follow, like, all of the things. All of the, the things. The things that people do. Yeah. You know, or should do. Should do. Yes. Yeah. Any last thoughts? Anything hot in the streets like right now? Like right now? Right now. Let me do a quick sweep. Oh, yeah. See if anything went went down while we were sitting here. I mean, let's maybe, see. Let's see. Maybe Drake son drew something else. <laughs> maybe Usher had another woman who has a boyfriend come on stage. I mean, we know Usher did that. Um yeah. Oh, one thing. Okay, go for it. So, if you don't know who Victoria Monet is, shame on you mm -hmm. and go listen to her new album. Yes, we'll, we will review that. That one I didn't get a chance to listen to yet. So, but I'm hearing, I'm hearing wonderful things. Yeah, it's called so, Jaguar Two. Yes. This is the Let's Have a Real Conversation podcast. Thank you for being here. We appreciate you. We see y'all real soon. Adios. Bye.